Welcome to worship. Thank you for joining me today. We will begin today with the confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I ask you to silently confess your sin in the presence of God and of one another. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead to sin, and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for planting in us the seed of your word. By your Holy Spirit, help us to receive it with joy, live according to it, and grow in faith and hope and love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. That is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, 
in another sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, Jesus was beginning to get quite a following. People were desperately hoping that Jesus could save them from the lives they now led. They followed Jesus wherever he went. He decided it was time to take advantage of their devotion by teaching them. The parable of the sower was the first of several parables he told them that day. Jesus used these stories to teach because the examples were things people could understand. A sower was a farmer who planted seeds by placing them by hand on the ground. The example of the sower throwing the seeds on a path on rocky ground and among thorns would get the attention of the listeners. Seeds were expensive. This farmer should not have wasted his seeds with such careless planting. Because of his carelessness, a lot of his seeds did not grow. Jesus was trying to show them that they were like the seeds. If they sat there in front of Jesus and refused to listen and try to understand his words, they would not grow in faith. If they were the seeds on rocky ground that would gladly listen to Jesus, but when Jesus leaves, if they go back to their old ways, they would have learned nothing. If they were the seeds that were thrown among the thorns, they would hear Jesus, but the thorns would entice them to become like them, and then they would turn away from Jesus. Jesus told them the only seeds that would grow strong in faith and would become followers of Jesus were the seeds that fall on good soil. The good soil consisted of the words of Jesus, but that was not all. Once Jesus was gone, to continue to grow, these seeds need to continue to grow in their faith. They need to take the words of Jesus and put them into action. The more they do to live the lives Jesus is calling them to live, the stronger they will become and their faith will continue to grow. They will become strong followers of Jesus. They will be rooted in the Word. We too want to be rooted in Jesus and the Word. We want to be the seeds that fall on good soil. Our connection to Jesus begins in our baptism, but it can't end there. When we are first planted, we are weak. We need to be continued to be nourished so our faith will continue to grow. So how do we get that nourishment? As I told the children in the children's sermon, we have many people in our lives that help us in our faith journey. I'm sure you can all think of people who have taught you over the years and helped you continue to be nourished and supported. I also think we have had times when we tried to help others on their faith journey. Maybe you were or are a Sunday school teacher, a Bible study leader, or maybe you can think of encounters out in the community where you spoke to someone who needed your listening ear. Many times we try our best to help someone grow in faith. 
but there are times when we're never quite sure if we have helped or not. People come and go in our lives. I was a pastor in Montana for seven years. During that time, I did over 60 funerals. Walking with a family during this difficult time in their lives is a humbling and fulfilling experience. There is one funeral that stands out from the rest. One of our pianists lived out of town. A family took up residence on a piece of vacant land next to their home. Although they were a nice couple, they did deal in drugs and have some questionable friends. These people were squatters on this land and had not no right to be there. Eventually, the police had to ask them to vacate. They moved temporarily to the home of a local drug dealer. It was there that this man took his own life. At least that was the ruling from the coroner. The pianist was concerned for his wife and actually went to visit her. She asked if she could arrange a funeral service for him, and the wife agreed. That is when I got the call. Of course, I agreed to do the funeral. They had very little money, so he was cremated and the funeral home was not involved in the service. We put together our usual funeral service. I did not even have a chance to visit with the wife. The pianist and I just did what we thought would be appropriate. And she agreed to play for the service. The day of the funeral came. The wife and her family arrived about 30 minutes early. She stayed in the entryway and did not come in. I went out and introduced myself. I could tell she did not want to talk, so I left her there to wait for others to arrive. About 10 minutes before the designated time, the sound of motorcycles filled the air. I looked outside and several bikes had pulled up outside the church. Then came a couple of trucks. People were milling around outside. No one came near the door. It was time for the funeral to begin, and only a few people then began to come inside. Since there were still several people outside, I waited. The widow said in a sheepish, sheepish voice, They will be coming in soon. Still, I waited. Twenty minutes later, a few more came in. I then asked if there were others outside. They said yes. I went to the door and invited those who remained outside to come in. Two more walked in the door. Two others said they would stay outside. The service began. It was 30 minutes late, but no one seemed to care that there was a delay. Everything went well. Then came the time for the Lord's Prayer. The words were not printed in the bulletin. I began the prayer, and then I heard it. Voices from the pews were reciting it along with me. Did I have a preconceived idea of these people? Oh, yes, I did. These people were mostly drug users and drug dealers. From how long it took them to even walk in the door of the church, I knew they were not comfortable here. They came to support their friends. 
the one who died and the one who is still alive. As I preached that day, I saw their eyes on me. They were attentive. They were respectful. And they, at some time in their lives, had someone who had taught them the Lord's Prayer. They had been nourished and supported and knew about God. I will never forget the sound of the Lord's Prayer that day because it was not expected. It was a joyous sound. I tell you this story to remind all of you, you never know how what you do or what you say to someone may shape their life. Don't ever miss a chance to nourish a seed with good soil. Amen. Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, 
I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Called into unity with one another and the whole creation, let us pray for our shared world. Gracious God, your word has been sown in many ways and places. We pray for missionaries and newly planted congregations around the world. Inspire us by their witness to the faith we share. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creating God, the mountains and hills burst into song, and the trees and fields clap their hands in praise. We pray for the birds and animals who make their home in the trees, and for lands stripped bare by deforestation. Empower us to sustainably use what you have given us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Reigning God, we pray for our nation's leaders. Increase their desire for justice and equality. We pray for our enemies. Help us to understand what divides us and guide authorities to work for lasting peace. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Nick Timmerman and Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Abiding God, care for all who are in need, especially for those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Give hope to all who are suffering. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Renewing God, revive your church in this place. Nourish and nurture the seeds you have planted that we might grow as disciples. Sustain our ministries and deepen our relationships with the wider community. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Eternal God, we give thanks for all who have died. Comfort us in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God, and those too deep for words, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.